Hi, I'm Akil Manamori, and this is Vihan Nayak. Hello. And we're here, uh, we are actually uh, writers from the New York Times, and we're here to review two editorials sent to us by students from Waller Middle School. And the names are The Problem of Bullying in the Educational System, and an interesting one as well, Cats or Dogs, How About Both? So I'll read the editorial about bullying, and Vihan will read the editorial about cats or dogs, and we will include commentary. Just mix it up in there. All right. So let's start. We're first going to go to the problem of bullying in the educational system. School is a wonder. It can be a great place, a stressful place, a fun place, a tormenting place. So nice hook right there. Our schools have several flaws. Our schools have several flaws, but bullying is one of the largest. It Mm -hmm. rips a hole through the entire purpose of what these schools have been built for. Yeah. To give knowledge and teach children without bias. While COVID-19 is set to change from being a pandemic to endemic, mm-hmm. bullying will never stay this course. It will always be the scourge in several children's lives. That is why bullying can never be truly eradicated, but should be reduced at the least. So that was the first paragraph. I so. think it's a good claim that uh, bullying should be eradicated. Yeah. Well, no, like it can't be truly eradicated, but reduced at the least. Yeah, I, I, think, I think you could have worded it better, yeah. but I think it was a good Yeah, point. I mean, it, it showed the reality that it can't just go away, but we could at least stop it. Yeah, and now we see some quotes here, so uh, I'll you start off. Alright, and so now we're going to the seven, second paragraph, and I do see a bit of a counter-argument, so let's go. According to BBC.com, many bullies had a traumatic childhood filled with abuse and and neglect, or they're still facing it. Some bullies have even been bullied before. Some people even say that bullying helps children mature earlier. This still doesn't justify bullying. It doesn't help justify the fact that bullying is linked to many negative outcomes, including impacts on mental health, substance abuse, and suicide. StopBullying.gov. So, uh, as you can see, I think he cited it well. He did a counter-argument. But the most important thing about the counter-argument, I think that he mentioned that some people even think how bullying can help, but he still proved the cardinal argument wrong while uh, still making a making it an option. Yeah, but other than that, it, it's a good it's, yeah. it's a good position, and BBC.com is a reliable source. So yeah, a lot of the ethos in there using trustworthy sources. That's a rhetorical device. Mm-hmm. All right, so now let's go to the third pair. Oh, a personal anecdote. I love these. All right. So when I was in kindergarten, I used to love wearing collar shirts. My sister and my mom used to always love that about me as well. Because of wearing them, I was teased several times to the point where I cried constantly when I was home. To this day, I still don't wear collar shirts. Bullying changes aspects of who you are. I was lucky that I wasn't bullied too greatly, where there could have been greater side effects. The bully don't just face problems uh, because of bullying, but even the bullies can go down the wrong path if they choose to hurt others. So foreshadowing, that's a nice way to transition. Oh, that is a nice way. And about this, when when they have a personal experience, I think that was really nice how it showed how bullying didn't uh, didn't work. And it did also acknowledge how... uh, how you know it's it affects everyone yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. just the kids who the bullies will also so now last paragraph stopbullying.gov also informs us that bullies can go into increased use of drugs and alcohol as well as getting into fights and vandalizing property and all right now i think we're going into our conclusion slash call 
to action. So bullying isn't a solution to anything, and it doesn't help anyone feel better. It doesn't make anyone stronger either. If you're a bully, stopping will help the kids you're hurting. But you also need to go to a counselor and adult. Get help. Talk about what you've been through and what you've done. You won't be judged. You'll be helped. And the kids who've been bullied probably would have been traumatic for you. But slowly and slowly, let the bad memories go away and make room for good ones that you can make. Everyone's future will be better. All right, so I think that in the part in the call to action, it was a bit choppy, but other than that, it was good. Like, it wasn't something just saying stop bullying now. Yeah, I agree. It's it's something like just the small steps that could always help, you know? Yeah, so as, I, yeah I think the call of action was perfect. Everything yeah. was really good, and they have some citations here. Yeah, the we're excited. I think, all, I think this is one, probably one of the best stories we've seen from a lot of middle school. All right. <laughs> so, well, we still have cats or dogs. How about both? Next. So... We'll get there right after a short break. Thank you. All right. Hi. Thanks for sticking with us. We're back from the break. And um, now Vihan's going to take it away with Cats or Dogs, How About Both? And we will provide commentary as usual. Vihan? Hi, uh, I'll be reading Cats or Dogs, how about What's the better pet, cats or dogs? The universal question asked by many, whether it be on a first date, hanging out with friends, or even certain job interviews. But what's the real answer to the question? Well, I'm here to tell you that there is no clear side. Dogs and cats are both great pets who each have their own weaknesses and strengths, and can live together peacefully if cared for properly. Uh, first thoughts, I'm going to say it's, it's Great Hooks, where it talks about it's a universal question. I, I kind of like that. It seems very good, whether it be on a first date. Yeah. Now let's continue with the second paragraph. Yeah, uh, but I also want to talk about the claim. Um, dogs and cats are both great pets. We each have their own weaknesses. I think that's worded really good, except the second part. But it's a unique claim. It is a unique yeah, claim. No one really says. Has lots of reasons. That, you know. Both and yeah. It's always either dogs are better or cats are better. Yeah, I think it's a unique take on the yeah. whole argument. Okay, move on to the second paragraph. All right. Now, the idea of actually having both pet- pets can get confusing. The idea that cats and dogs hate each other is one of the most common misbeliefs out there. But actually, in 2020, uh, a fact, ethos, a study showed that 70% of pet owners. Households in America owned more than one pet. Most had owned cats and dogs as their only pets. Household penetration rates for pet ownership in the U.S. 2020. Parenthetical citation. Mm-hmm. Uh, cats and dogs. Okay, that was a really good quote. See some ethos over there. Logos. Too. Logos I mean, to ethos, logic. Well, we I mean, we see some logos right here after, but let me read that. I mean, ethos, we don't know if it's a reliable source just yet, but logos. Yeah, but it seems pretty reliable with the statistics. But let, let's go ahead. Cats and dogs get along fine. If the cat is raised the same time as the young pup, they'll both grow up to be great buddies. Some pet owners might still have opinions of one or the other pet, but I could I could still see why you might prefer one pet over another. Like our dogs can be more cute and playful, but dogs also have their own weaknesses. Dogs tend to be super clingy, which can be annoying. <laughs> never heard that before. <laughs> yeah, never heard that before. They they're also super loud, require a lot of maintenance. Both pets have their weaknesses, strengths, and sometimes people don't give the other pet a chance. Because of common stereotypes. Even common stereotypes like cats and humans and affection can be easily proven wrong. It is proven that cats are just as affecting as dogs, but they don't seem to show it as much. As you can see, it's illogical to make beliefs about pets before even adopting or doing research on the animal. 
And actually, most people interested in adopting pets make these common mistakes for both of our feline and canine friends. So, so that's, yeah, good evidence. But I, I don't know, you guys can't see it, but honestly, this paragraph could be split in half, maybe. To yeah, more. it is a really long paragraph, but there's lots of uses of logos, ethos, and um, and I also see a really good counter-argument right there. I think it could be embedded way better, but the counter-argument is some pet owners still might have opinions of one or the other pet. I could see why I might prefer one pet over the other. Look how they use stereotypes as yeah. the other side. The, so, know. and then the author pretends, uh, I mean, go heads and proves wrong. Talks about how both pets have weaknesses and strengths and how people look over this. But I think he put a lot of logos in this, which is not technically bad. I think he could have split into different players. Maybe a bit more pathos. Yeah, well. more pathos would also help. But let's move on to the uh, last final paragraph. Dogs and cats also tend to be very similar in a lot of ways. For example, quote, they are both predators eager to chase and grab moving objects, which is why they potentially get along so well. They are both mammals, which helps them relate to us, quote, end quote. How do dogs recognize us and why do we love cats anyway? Published 2016. You might have changed your opinion, or you might have not. But I don't expect you to go buy a cat and a dog right this instant. In households around America, millions have gotten the use the idea of cats and dogs in one home. And you haven't? Pet owners should be more open to ideas to adopt both pets, as they are very similar in a lot of ways, and you can enjoy both of the two worlds while still getting affection from your cuddly companions. So one thing I really want to talk about here is the kind of arguments he made. So first he used kind of a bandwagon method that says millions have gotten used to the idea of cats and dogs in one home, and you haven't. That's kind of more focusing. Oh, you're not doing something, and millions have. That, that's a really good. Point. I think that's really good. And another Damn, thing is that his uh, his counter argument, his and his plan of action. So his counter argument is actually more up there. I don't know why I said that. Mm -hmm. Um, but his plan of action is that there should be more open to both ideas to adopt pets, as they're very similar in a lot of ways. And you have both two worlds. And I think that's very a good plan of action. You can't just tell straight up a person to go buy a cat. And a dog. Yeah, that's not. That's very completely realistic. illogical. That's and, and unrealistic. And I love the way that they ended it off yeah. saying getting affection for cuddly companions, little alliteration. And I cannot say that word. But you know, now scrolling down, citations. Uh, citations look good, but they should be on a second page. But other than that, it, everything seems good. I'd say. Yeah. But both the articles are good. I'd say that um, when you go to rhetorical devices both of them show a lot right behind you know? yeah i think so but yeah. one thing i want to really say about this like cats and dogs yeah cats and dogs i'm sorry uh cats and dogs i think the plan action is also very good because mm -hmm. it doesn't expect you to actually it doesn't force you to do something it's more telling you to change your way of thinking yeah. that could it, that's probably flawed so i think that's really good yeah so I think both stories are pretty good, and I think that's all for today. Do you have anything else to say? No, I'm good. Uh, but other yeah. than good job for both the writers, and um. Yeah. Uh, goodbye. You. See you next episode.